dropping EDM, hip-hop, and a bunch of Best Beats programs around. If you want bangers, you'll be in the right place with Tune One. TuneOne.com.au. That's Tune, the number one, .com.au. Tune One, proud show sponsor. it is BRL all across Australia on the Community Radio Network. And uh, you know, just due to time restraints on the Zoo recordings, I wish I could have caught the first sort of five minutes of this conversation. I had to go find my phone because it's got you know the information and stuff that you know, I'll be you know sort of grabbing bits and pieces from. However, uh, you and Cashno, Prosper and Cashno, uh, joining us on the Zoom. So, boys, hello. We'll get you to introduce yourselves in a segment. You guys are just talking deep skateboarding stuff, <laughs> like talking about moves and how good the kids are these days. And I sort of come back and I'm just going right over my head. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, we were just saying it's like kids have put a cheat code in these days, man. They've just upped it by a couple of levels. You know what I mean? It's just like the, the stuff that, 10, 11, 12-year-olds and that are doing is just mind-blowing now, man. You know what I mean? And that goes with, like, every all extreme sports and everything these days, man. You know, it's just, yeah, I wouldn't even, like I was saying, I wouldn't even know what, you know. I know the first part of the trick and then and, and then don't know what, what the rest is, man. They're just, <laughs> everything is getting so tech, man. It's hard to keep up, you know? Yeah, the, uh, the I was watching the, the Olympics earlier in the year and it's, what is it, like a 13-year-old girl won the gold medal or something like that. And I'm like, at 13, I was trying not to embarrass myself every day in front of other 13-year-olds. And yeah. then there's, these kids are doing, you know, kick flips and, you know, whatever yeah. else. That's the only even skating if, movement. If, even like when you were, <laughs> if you were skating at that age, it was a lot more straightforward, man. You know, there wasn't so much tech to it all. It was all just... Like for me anyway, or, you know, like everyone I was skating with, it wasn't so, yeah, it's just their feet and brains are moving so much quicker, man, you know what I mean? Like they're squeezing as much in to a, to a run or a trick as they can, whether back in the day it was just, you know, you're straightforward, you do your grind or you do your flip trick or whatever, you know. Mm. It's just uh, everything just evolved so much over the last, you know, 10, 20 years. Makes me wonder I was that. Totally yeah, it makes me wonder if like, the, the Tony Hawk games had something to do with it because, you know, at least with that, that's just mashing some buttons. And, of course, you know, you try and build your points. So you this this move to this move to this move and then to a grind and that's times three and you run that up <laughs> and try and land the trick. Yeah. Or you put it, do like I did and put on the cheat code so you can win. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's I, I actually said that to someone recently. It's like now it's like kids are living in, in Tony Hawk. Like it's like watching watching that game, man. You know, like all these things we used to do back in the day, where yeah, you'd be hitting, uh, mashing the pads or whatever, and, and squeeze as many tricks in. People are actually doing that now, you know. And the shit you thought was insane in a video game, people are actually doing that in real life now, man. It's mad. Yeah, it was all impossible back then, wasn't it? You know, I mean, growing up, I was happy to ollie up a curb and, and do a fifty-fifty. Mm. Now, yeah. it's like kick flip in, kick flip out. Better do a manual. Better throw that in. It's just, yeah. yeah, evolution of it is in, insane. It's incredible. 
Uh, I, just, I mean, it's um, such a big, such a big part of uh, of hip hop, though, isn't it? As well, don't you think? Yeah. Like skateboarding. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, a lot of it comes from, stems from the skate park and, and all that sort of stuff, man. Yeah. Once again, it's um, one. I probably think a bit. There's a bit of uh, Tony Hawk to that. Second of all, skate culture, and third of all, um, a, a dude who was a skater I knew. Uh, shout to Jeremy. I've um, given him a shout out before. He's the guy that introduced me to Australian hip hop. Just some random yep. skater dude I knew at Stuart uh, College. Yeah, yeah. So that's where it yeah, all comes from. That's, a lot, that's, a lot that's of where rappers. I got it from. It's all just like graffiti, skating, rapping, mm. hip hop, and all. It all just went hand in hand. There's a really cool doco that come out recently. What was it called? Cash Note. Do you remember? All the streets are silent, or something like that. And it was based yeah. on the skate culture in the in the '90s in New York and how it all coincided oh. with with um, the hip-hop scene and all that sort of stuff. And Large Pro actually does um, did the whole soundtrack to this documentary and stuff, yeah. It's nice. Mad, hey. So it all, it all links up, man, especially the whole graf- like skating, graffiti, all, all that sort of stuff. And then people sort of just found their avenues from there. Catch but, yeah, of, Sounds good. Yeah, Sounds yeah. Good. yeah. It, it, um, uh, it was like sort of not art house or whatever, but it wasn't like you know obviously massive. But it's it's yeah. out now though. It might be on Amazon and you can buy it on YouTube or whatever. Nice. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a cool little um touch to it as well. That that large pro does the beats behind it all because that, that's what it was all about. That sort of underground uh un- underground hip hop scene in New York and how how it all um yeah just all fucking come together in the skate scene and shit as well. Nice. Now, uh, yeah. let's get into the album. It's called Motherless yep. Melbourne. Now, uh, time of recording, not out yet. Time of airing, this is out now. So um, yep. I got an early listen to it, and I'm digging the vibe. It's it's a bit more, I would say, a bit more chill than I was expecting, though. It's um, It got more of a, a, you know, a leaned back, quiet kind of vibe all over this record. Um, so was that something that you guys set out to do in the first place when you linked up? Well, it's funny, like, I don't know, like Prosper came, came to me with the idea, you know, of the, of the concept album based off the movie, uh, Motherless Brooklyn. And we were just sort of talking about it. And, you know, when I heard his idea to make an album sort of based off that movie, I was like, awesome, sounds amazing, you know. So straight away watched the movie and the movie is just basically a, a jazz soundscape. Mm. Um, so when I, you know, I bought the record and, and sampled straight from the record. Oh, nice. Um, I, it, it wasn't necessarily anything that I, I intentionally was doing or anything intentional that Prosper and I were really talking about, but I think like the record is very jazzy, very piano heavy, mm. saxophone driven uh, record that we tried to, well, in my own mind, it was like, okay, let's try and make something similar to, to that. Um, but it wasn't anything that I did on purpose. That's just right. sort of how it came together. Yeah, there was not, wasn't meant to be like, this has to be heavy, this has to be whatever. Nah. It was pretty much just cash no bought the, the, the movie soundtrack that was on vinyl Mm. And um, and then and just sampled it accordingly, sort of thing, you know. So they were the beats that came from it, from from what he could work with. So um, yeah, yeah he was just chipping away, and he just sent us beat after beat, and we just kept kept cruising along. I knew that we were sort of 
under the pump, so to speak, just because of there was only 10 tracks on the, on the movie soundtrack and we, you know, weren't going to start digging around for anything. It was, had to be specifically all, all um, sampled and referenced off that album. So mm. we didn't really have, cause it's all sampled from that one piece of vinyl, you know? So it wasn't like we, we had, you know, made 20 beats and we picked and choose. It was like, yeah, sort of thing, you know, like it was, um, there's only so much you can do with one, one piece of vinyl. So, Hmm. Just made it work, man, and then that's how it sort of come out, you know. And uh, it's I definitely enjoyed it. Now, of course, uh, a bunch of guests on there as well, but they also sort of uh, you know catch the vibe as well. Even though you've got guys on there who normally actually kind of work in that vibe, like uh, Dill Thomas, uh, Kidhead X, uh, Villiani can do some laid back flows as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, sort of um, getting checkmate on there who's bit of a different vibe to this record, but works on this. Um, you know, when you started sort of uh, going around with this as a record and maybe sort of uh, getting features on there, um, what were they sort of uh, thinking at the time? Um, everyone was down, like straight up. There was not really any hesitation. That was the only track, the one with Checkers and Phil, because, you know, the mm. camp be usually on more of a darker sort of tip or whatever, or it's, you know, it can be a bit more heavier and rugged and all that sort of stuff. So I was skeptical. Like I just, I had the 16, 16 for it and um, just, yeah, hit hit him up or hit him both up and said, Mm. you know, I'm stoked if if he's up for it and if you want to jump on, but like just judging by that beat, I was sort of skeptical and I I wouldn't have been offended. I wouldn't have been, you know, like it was all just, it was, yeah, like it was completely up to them if they wanted to jump on it. But at the same time thinking if they do, this is going to be sick Mm. because, you know, especially for fans and stuff like that, that it's always good to hear uh, an artist, uh, you know, dabbling on different stuff and dabbling, dabbling on something that you're not used to hearing them on at all. You know what I mean? So when they both said, yep, 100% we're keen, I was, we were both wrapped, you know, and, uh, oh, and then yeah, really, exactly. really chucking that little hook in at the end and stuff just was the icing on the cake, man, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I never would have thought, you know, like out of all the beats that that would be the one that they sat on. But, mm. I mean, yeah, it, it works great. Billy on the hook, I mean, the, the checkmate verse is unbelievable as well. You know, having, you know, I, I feel incredibly blessed almost to have someone like checkmate. I mean, he's obviously an OG of, of Melbourne uh, yes. and hip hop in general. So, you know, to have a track with him featuring on it and, and to have such a killer verse from it's just amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. It's also um, good to hear more syncs. Like he's pretty prolific, but he's one of my, one of my favorite artists. I keep on sort of like, you know, enjoying stuff from him. Um, and that sort of come together pretty easy as well. Tinks was the first one, I think, wasn't it, Prosper? I think so. He's one of the first, yeah. Yeah, I think him and Cadet. Cadet might have been the first and then mm. yeah. Sinks um, after him. But, yeah, like could definitely hear him on on it. So that was another one I was I was really uh, stoked to, to get him on and could definitely hear him on my my end but wasn't sure if he'd be up for it or, or just, you know, was feeling it. But he definitely didn't. He smashed it too, man. You know, it was that was more of a beat I could, I, I could see him you know, smashing out and he did pretty quick, man, as well. You know, that's sinks his style. He, he doesn't doesn't fuck around, so to speak. So um mm. yeah, that track came together really easily, man, and he smashed it, you know. 
Now, uh, motherless Melbourne, coming from uh, you know the the most locked down city in the world, like you two gentlemen have been in for the last what two years <laughs> and probably longer, yeah. but uh, it it's, like a lot longer. Yeah, uh, it's it's definitely uh, like did that did that influence this project? And I would have made it pretty tough to uh, knock this one out. Um, considering how long Melbourne was in lockdown yet again in uh, you know 2021, uh, was that did that add difficulty or you know with modern day technology and you're able to send the stems and all that bits and pieces now uh, you know the the project still worked just fine. Yeah, well, we actually um, I think like the 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 beats and and everything were were pretty quick because we were stuck in lockdown. So, you know, I was, you know, I've got two kids, but I was stuck at home. So I had a lot more studio time and basically we we pretty much got most of the beats going like almost weekly, Prosper. It was pretty, it seemed like it was almost like here's a beat, two weeks later, you know, he'd already written to her and the next beat was coming to him. Um, and then when we had a little bit of time out of lockdown, Prosper was straight into the studio over my house. Yeah. Um, and we'd just like knock as many out as we could. Um, cause it's only the one track, the, the Checkmate Villani track was actually recorded with Checkmate at his studio. Yes. Um, the rest, the rest was all recorded here. So we, we got pretty lucky in the sense of, um, you know, yes, more time in the studio, more time writing, less people working, unfortunately, but yep. for this album, it worked out well. Um, and yeah, we, we smashed it out pretty, pretty quickly, really. I think we only did about three maybe recording sessions. Right. I think three solid sessions. We're lucky as well that um, all the artists have recording um, studios or whatever at their fingertips mm. as well. So we didn't yeah. have to get. I don't think anybody came in and recorded when I did. Everyone, everyone yeah. um, just recorded their verses and sent them straight in. So uh, that was you know, we're lucky in that regard. And obviously, technology's that's the beauty of it all. Mm. You can sort of get, put things together pretty quickly, man. Yeah, like I said, I think I came over about three times. Had three yeah. sort of solid recording sessions, and then maybe one sort of uh, tying up the release. We did a session of like just obviously went through the entire movie. I think I did it one night on my own, just watched the movie again, and uh, just like just with a pad and pen, man, just like every little bit of uh, vocal sample or snippets or lines or whatever from the movie, mm. just jotted them all down, man. Um, and then I think we might have done it again at Cash's. Anyway, so we we had a full session of just putting all those pieces in place at the end, and that yep. was pretty much it, man. But like I said, all the all the vocals were were sent through pretty quick, and and we weren't we didn't really have to wait on anybody or whatever. Everything sort of just come together nice and easy, man. You know. Have you guys uh, contacted the people who made uh, Motherless Brooklyn? Have you sent them a copy? Nah, <laughs> we've talked about it a couple of times, but I don't know. I don't know. We, we do and send send Edward Norton a uh, you know a personal copy or whatever. We just oh, can go one just way or the other. It. As soon as you say that, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, because he he wrote wrote and directed it, you know. Right. So um, he'll either go, "That's that's wicked. I can't believe somebody did that with it," or or he'll go, "All right, you service like, <laughs> you know, man for, for royalties or whatever." So. It's a bit of a gamble, man. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like a gamble. With uh, yeah, he, <laughs> the man has a reputation. So, <laughs> but uh, look, Ed, if you get to hear this at some stage, this this interview before you hear the recording, 
it, it's a, it's a good project. It's um it's sampled your movie to no end, but at the same time, and of course the soundtrack that goes with, but I think it's a hell of a compliment. Big inspiration. It's almost a dedication to the movie or an ode to it. You know, it's not like we're just ripping it off. It's yeah, it's um it's uh yeah, like it yeah, that's why it'd be good to send him one to, to with within hopes of getting that response, but it's, it's always that it's always a nice game with sampling shit. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just uh, the 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 Edward. As soon as you said Edward Norton, I'm like, <laughs> notorious. I don't, know, difficult. I don't know if he's a hip hop fan. That's the thing. <laughs> Might think we just butchered butchered his work or butchered the uh, <laughs> the soundtrack. You know? How dare you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a man We've got that's nothing what... to go ahead and sue us, mate. What are you going to take? Yeah. <laughs> the, um, yeah. It would probably make us like we might actually make some money off it if he sued us. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your counter suit. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, I thought with the project, it's pretty much an inspiration, almost like a, a sequel in a weird way. Um, yeah, I, I, there's part of me that thinks, oh, roll the dice and let me know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. I mean, Prosper and I have talked about it quite a few times. And being like, you know, like, what what is the worst that he could do? Like, I mean, two dudes out of Australia with mm. fuck all money anyway. Yeah. Like, <laughs> getting us some airtime, shit, might actually, he might actually, we might actually make some money and then he could do us for some money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these these yeah. two blokes from Australia sampled my <laughs> movie and then goes, yeah. Yeah, it could go well, it could go awful, but yeah. Uh, Part hey, of me, like, from, like, from me to you. It would, like, you know, it, it, it would probably go well. Like, yeah, I, I think know, so. You'd think it would, but worst case scenario, you know. Uh, yeah, Cease and desist. Ruffle a few feathers, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'd, I'd, I'd love it to make some kind of uh, entertainment news. That'd be great. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Just you guys on today or something like that, talking to Richard Wilkins or something like that. I'd love that. I reckon that'd be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> now it was fun to do a, a theme and a conceptual album and stuff like that anyway, man. You know, I always wanted to do like a concept sort of album, you know, like mm. there's sort of few between few and far between, especially in Aussie hip hop. Yeah. Um there is, you're right. Much. Like it's um, usually, you know, it's mostly just a bunch of tracks or whatever. So it's good to good to stick to a theme and have that visual sort of uh, aspect to it all. And mm. one of those things you can chuck on and listen to from start to end. And you know, with all the movie samples and snippets, it all sort of just brings it brings it to life and puts it all together, sort of thing. You know? Yeah. And uh, if you if you're having a sort of a, a quiet time, lockdown is over for the most part for most places, but. Hey, throw this record on and then either watch the movie first and then throw the record or do it the mm. other way around. Or actually, yeah, listen to the record and then go and watch the movie. That would be a good idea. There you go, Ed. Yeah. There you go, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> we um we did get a good write-up from ProFresh Media that um just sort of summarises it all and, uh, and we'll be dropping that prior to it releasing as well just for anybody who's not familiar with the actual concept of it all, mm. just so it – you know, it's it uh 
people know exactly what it's about and know what they're stepping into rather than just chucking it on because people, if you don't even know that it's from a movie or whatever, it'd be a bit confusing or whatever. So mm. we'll be dropping that pretty soon. But, and, um, yeah, it's, it just uh, it clears it up a little bit bit more. But, yeah, Absolutely. man, it was definitely fun doing a concept album for sure. That's the first one for me. Yeah, first one here. And I think it just adds layers to it. I mean, mm. you know, like I've always been, you know, a classic hip-hop dude where, you know, the, the 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 better the track every time you listen to a track you hear the rapper and you might hear something different i think like this gives this album that likability as well because if you do watch the movie and you do hear the samples through it as well you go oh shit that's where he got that sample from that part you know to make that beat so you know it gives you know i, I find this album you know with prosper's um, crazy lyrics, you know, his listenability to go back and shit, go, oh, shit, I didn't catch that the first time. Mm. You know, you, you can get that with the beats on this as well because it is all sampled for wrong, one record. So if you did listen to that record, the Motherless Brooklyn record, and find the samples that have made the beats as well, like it gives it that another level to it, I find. You know, a lot of my producer mates, the Primitive One and, and Benny Zen and those sort of dudes, once mm. I told him that, just sample for one, one record, they were even just like, holy shit, like how did you get 10 tracks out of 10 tracks? You know. Mm. Um, so I think people need to understand that, yeah, it's from one record and, you know, gives it that extra extra little bit, you know. Indeed. So uh, it's a record that is out now, folks. So uh, they'll be able to get it wherever you can get your uh, streaming. Yep, Spotify. Yeah, yep. All your digital platforms, it's on, man. Also, uh, we, we did get uh, vinyl pressed up as well, yes. transparent aqua vinyl. So uh, mm-hmm. that's available through the Dusty Disciples Bandcamp. Both the links are in both our Instagram profiles on our Facebook and stuff like that. We've got a fair bit of promo coming and another and a clip yes. shot by Chaps. Um, so, yeah, the, link, the link's floating around and all that sort of stuff, man, but there definitely is uh, a limited run of vinyl that we have dropped with it, but it'll be also on your, all your digital platforms as well, man. Indeed. So we'll take another track from this record. And, boys, thanks for a very fascinating and wild conversation. Ed, don't sue them. It's BRL. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, mate. Legend. Cheers for having us, man. Support the show that supports the scene. Patreon.com slash B-R-L-S-O-N. It's pretty much a dollar a show. Plus, I'll give you extra stuff, exclusive shows and content, and there are levels to this game as well, including a advertising package, which is cheaper than our normal one. So sign up and support the show that supports your scene. Patreon.com slash B-R-L, son.